the Pure Dead Gaming podcast. Hello, Pure Dead Gaming listeners, and welcome to yet another episode. We hope you are all doing well. And when I say we, I am, of course, referring to Craig, Andy, and myself, Jessica. Hello, boys. My name is Chubb. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> We are just days away from E3 kicking off, so we will, of course, be discussing that, including listener predictions, so stay tuned for a shout-out if you submitted your thoughts via our website, puredeadgaming.com. Need for Speed was our gaming movie this week, so we'll be lifting the hood and sharing our thoughts. Find out if we thought it was really good, or it gets the boot. Mm. (laughs) Wow. You've You've really done the work this week. Oh, yes. Uh, the usual news, what we've been playing, Shitty Platinum and Pick of the Week are also up for discussion on this week's episode. As well as our plea for you to leave a review on our podcast, you can also now vote on the British Podcast Listener's Choice Award. We are, of course, a small fish in the podcasting ocean, but your support and recognition would be appreciated. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's been happening? Just the usual. Nah, the usual push. I was in the, the night, I went to Asda for the toilet, and uh, was sitting there, and then some guy bolted in, boom, 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 bah, boom, <laughs> fucking spewed his ring everywhere, oh, man, really? it was oh, a horrible no. sound, and it was getting really annoying, because it was just quite, like, repetitive, mm. he was like, <coughs> was he in the cubicle next to you? Yep. Right oh, next to me. Oh, no. Right next to me. You should have started like reaching under and like pulling at his legs. So I almost wanted to kind of say, like, Are you alright? Because like, I was sitting there. Uh, like you were in a position to help. I know, <laughs> doing do my business. And he was just like, he was like, he was bringing up his insides. It was sounded really bad. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Did you get a look at him after? No. Nah, I didn't know, know when that awkward mm. thing when I. Because uh, I was ready to. Come out after I was just wait. I was just standing there. Did you just hunker down in there? I just kind of st- I was stood there, just kind of <laughs> looking around, like reading the the warning signs, <laughs> signs and stuff, and been like, oh, I could do leaving now, but he's still doing all his stuff. And then he was like, and the and the I've given myself the fucking hiccups now. <laughs> See, because I've done that like, fake sickness. I've I've literally given that's me for the next two years. I'll have the fucking hiccups. Right, oh, right. <laughs> Am I going to have to sit and edit all of them out? You're going to have to do that, right? right? Uh, That's going to be a fun couple of days. So if you could tell us what you've been up to, I'm going to hold my breath for 20 seconds, right? On you go. Uh, I've not been up to too much. It's just I was doing the usual working. Uh, we had a, a pretty decent weekend, a nice family trip on Sunday just for a walk, which was good, although I had to carry the youngest child for half of it, which put some mileage on you mm-hmm. but uh, I was in Gur- <laughs> see Gurvin it's a weird place can we all agree that it's a bit of a, bit of a strange place it's not somewhere I've frequented but Aye. yeah right well I, I travelled there in a working capacity this week and it was around about lunchtime so I was like right I'll head into town grab like a sausage roll from Greg oh, or something fuck. Sorry, that's me just <laughs> right, see, well, see yeah. if it works. That was me just uh, holding my breath there. Right. Hi, Gervin. Hi, there you go. So, I'm walking along a street that's parallel to the main road. Like, Gervin's not a big place. No, no. And it's a small seaside town for anyone unfamiliar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I go past a literal garage sale. Like, 
it's just there's this it's like all the houses are connected and there's like this tiny wee garage and there's this old woman in it that's like about <gasps> 90 year old oh is this were you coming out of the car park and it was it's where the uh, near where the Royal Mail thing is yeah yeah I know and what you mean, it, I've seen it as well. Have you? Yeah. It's this tiny little garage and she was selling all manner of Aye. shite. All her knickknacks, basically. Well, there was knickknacks, right? I, I couldn't just stand at the door and take a picture because <laughs> it would have been too ignorant. But I did get a picture from, from a wee bit away that I'm going to show you. <laughs> oh, just, wow. I'm going to show you just now. That was it there. Let's see. Oh, okay. Let's so see. not even like a house, just like No, it's like a wee tiny garage that's attached onto a house. Right. That's right on the pavement. Interesting. Um This is maybe different from the one I seen actually. Yeah, I think oh maybe the same. Alright, so she's got what can we see here? She's oh she's got lovely floral dresses. Uh-huh. Very you know how we were talking about sickness earlier? Aye. Kind of the visual interpretation of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got buckets, fishing rods, some wee plants. Yeah. Loads. So she's got loads of labels and wee... Like, yeah, those fluorescent, like... Yep. Aye. Tags. That yellow you tags, the, yeah. the neon yeah. yellow tags. Buy this, yeah. please. But the thing is, as I say, I couldn't... Like, I mean, I could. I could easily outrun the woman if I had to. Uh, take a picture at the door but I didn't want to because I thought it was too ignorant but see on the other side what you can't see on that picture mm. some of the nonsense she was selling she was selling bits of used wood what? there was like a board that looked like a used bit of MDF maybe that would have been good if you were building a bonfire maybe a bit of 3 by 2 or something like that and she had like a little you'd be wanting it for free though you wouldn't be like yeah. excuse me can I have your hut mind she had a little <laughs> she had a little sign on it wanting a pound for it oh fucking hell for MDF uh huh then mm. there was also bits of used skirting board like old style skirting board still with the nails in them and they were stacked up they were I think it was 30 pence each Oh my god! And I was like, "What? This is the sort of stuff that you take to the here. skip." Yeah. Aye, but she's I mean, wanting money for it. She's thinking some idiot's going to rock aye. up and she go, was, "Oh fuck, scumbag!" She was about ninety, to be fair. So she was maybe just hoping upon hope that that would get rid of it. But the, when I walked by, obviously there was nobody there, and when I came back by on my way back to the car, there was hundreds of folk. Ah, it was a queue right queued down. up. Aye, social distance no, queue halfway up the road. I'll, I'll give you fifty p for that scotland board. <laughs> I'll raise you ten pence. <laughs> no, there was nobody within. Aye. there was nobody there. That's a shame. It's, it's That's a wee shame. That, like I think it's perhaps more common in America, but yeah. it's not really something that there's certain days. Yeah, so they'll do. Yeah, and... recently we like we've got a community Facebook page, like a group. And they actually did suggest about doing it in our community, like fairly recently. And I thought, actually, yeah, that it's quite a good idea. But yes. I think with COVID in the mix, you kind of go, oh, uh, we need to be careful. Like you have to. But think how many cool for... things you might be able to pick up. Yeah, so one, oh, you definitely. you get to sell a lot of shit that you don't really need anymore. And imagine there's loads of shit you don't need with two kids, yeah. like oh, old yeah. toys and stuff. <laughs> so you get to get rid of Name that because there's a use. Somebody will have a use for that. Yeah. And then you get to go around and just look at cool stuff as well. Because remember the the air race course? The and Sunday market. The Sunday market. It they used still to do be it every a, week. I know, but it's not the same as it used nah. to be. It used not, to there's be, no any Hasbro wrestlers anymore. No. <laughs> but it used to be more people 
like from their cars and aye. selling their shit. Now it's more like I've actually got a kind of wee business selling aye, socks. Yeah, hustle, yeah. Aye. Yeah. You know, hurry, 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 Mrs. McIver, five pairs of socks for only a fiver. Yeah. And then they've, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They've got an actual wee side hustle aye. business and they go there on a Sunday morning. Whereas mm. I remember it me and you. Uh, it and was it was somebody more, who just turned up the one time a year they were trying to get exactly, rid of stuff exactly and they would just uh, and find like cool stuff like we found like wrestling figures and yeah. stuff like that which I thought was cool but I don't think you get that anymore no. maybe, maybe I don't I've not they, Facebooked it but maybe you can check places yeah they do do like a certainly locally and I think to be fair it's probably UK wide like a children's market because um, mm. I've I've purchased a stall at one before and it's kind of oh, you know, yeah. selling pre-loved children's toys that you know, I mean as they grow out of so to be fair like I, I wouldn't have slagged this woman if she wasn't trying to sell used bits of wood yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, I mean the dresses yeah. are an abomination we can all see that in the picture well they're not your style no, no. I like my dresses shorter <laughs> but <laughs> fair enough I'm sure some equally old human would want to buy one of the dresses, but the used bits of wood was that's a step a too far for that, me. That's big like, stuff. There was stuff. like buckets and stuff that looked like they'd been, they were like 30 year old and stuff. Aye, there was nothing. Plug, plug adapters when, when, when she and shit. Went, aye, when she was looking for stuff to put in this, this uh, garage, there was nothing that she went, ah, oh, no, that's used or that's too old. It all went in. <laughs> Every bastard and bit of it. <laughs> Defrosted chicken. <laughs> just, sitting, <laughs> just sitting there. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. That's for last week. Aye. Five pound. 20, 20 degree heat. If you come back in 10 minutes, that'll be ready. <laughs> uh, did you see about the, the mum in America that got arrested for pretending to be her daughter? No. No. If you've not heard about this, no. no. Pretending why? To do what? Well, I have, I have my suspicions, right? According to her, I think it was in Texas somewhere, and... What she did was she went to school and pretended to be her 13-year-old daughter. Right. Right? Now, when you see the picture, she was wearing like a yellow hoodie and she had the hood up all day. Right. Now, that wouldn't have been allowed in our day, you know what I mean? No. Used to get fucking 10 wrapped across the knuckles for not wearing your tie. I know. And she's in wearing a hoodie with the hood up, no less. <laughs> but uh, she Did got- she look like a daughter? They didn't show you a picture of the daughter because she's 13. They, right. they, they showed you the woman, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said she looked. Apparently, she's 30. She did look quite young. Okay. Apparently, she dyed her hair yellow. Uh, yellow. She dyed her hair uh, blonde to look, For this purpose. To look more like it. She, uh, did she have like a class daughter. that she really wanted to go to or something? No. What she did was, I'll show you again, I'll show you. I'll, I'll put pictures like this uh, on our Twitter. Oh, of course. But that's her there. Yeah, of course. Because of the mask yeah, as well. People have to wear a face covering, oh, so suppose. So she managed to get to the last period of the day <laughs> before a teacher noticed. So she might be trying to prove a point or something? She was trying... She claims she was trying to prove a point about the lack of security in the school and how yeah, people can just... proved it a wee bit. And how people can just walk straight in. Yeah. But the thing is, she was, like, vlogging it throughout the day. <laughs> so mm. I think she got arrested for it all right and she's out on like seven thousand what sort of charge impersonating impersonating a minor entering a school illegally Mm, (laughs) it's kind of i'm sure there's some charges there but i know what you mean though about the the face mask you it's sometimes it's hard to tell Mm -hmm. like all you've got is the eyes these days so i've walked past plenty of folk and they've not recognized me because of the the face mask 
Yeah, there's definitely those there's mm. instances where that would happen. I've been asked but... to take, you know, to pull mine down for the purposes of checking for ID when yeah. I was buying alcohol or something. They were like, can you just take mask down so I can see your full face so I can assess what age you are, please? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, like, I'm looking at the article just now and it, it does say, like, the 30-year-old filmed her day. So she was vlogging her day. Yeah. So I think she was doing it as a kind of... Publicity. Aye, a publicity mm-hmm. stunt. Now she's had to pivot. She but, was um, bored. Pivot! So, says following pivot! Pivot! <laughs> following the stunt, she was arrested for criminal trespassing. She was later released for 7000 Eight hundred dollars uh, bond. It says Fuck. in the apparently you can still watch the footage. It says in the footage which was posted to her YouTube channel, oh. uh, Miss Garcia wearing a yellow hoodie says before entering the school, "Do I look like a seventh grader?" Nope. Cool. Okay. Uh, and so she said after that, I didn't do this to ruffle any feathers. I did it because I didn't do this to out the school. That was never what I was going to say. Uh, I just wanted to uh, to point out that we need better security at our schools and I tried to prove, and I don't mean to be curt, but I think I did kind of prove it, mm. which in a way she did. Don't want to be curt. What was that word? Aye. I don't want to be curt. Aye. I've never heard that word like, in my life. It's like brash, doesn't it? I don't want to be... You're looking at me as if I know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty good with words. I've never heard that <laughs> one before. Well, it's only got four fucking letters. <laughs> but curt. I don't want to be curt. Well, I'm sure it's like brash. Rudely brief. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so she's obviously <laughs> semi well spoken, I suppose, but to me it seems like a YouTuber trying to get a wee bit famous. Exposure. And the yeah. one thing, it doesn't mention this in the article, but the one thing I was like, so where was your daughter for the day? Yeah. Where the fuck was she? Off sick. And then she thought, maybe, oh, this is an opportunity. She wakes up and she's like, oh, I can't be asked for school today. And the mum's like, well, have I got the news for you? You're going to sit here and watch the TV and I'm going to school. (laughs) But the fact that she managed to get to the last period of the day. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Does this girl not have any friends? I know. Surely one of the friends would be like, you're clearly my friend's mum. Yeah. Because... I've been round at your house. You make me sandwiches Listen, at I don't mean to be cut, <laughs> but you are obviously older than 13. <laughs> it's a bizarre story, but... Um, yeah, so the woman uh, also said, I think the deal-breaker for me was actually walking in and posing as a seventh grader. I mean, I'm no spring, ch- no spring chicken, but it wasn't even hard, and I made it to all seven periods. Uh, she then claims that the only reason they knew uh, they found out was because they saw her filming on her phone um, mm. and she was told, hey, put your phone away. Uh, and at that point, they come up and one of the teachers was like, wait a minute, you're not who we think you are. Mm. So if it wasn't for that, she would have uh, been through the entire day, geez. which to be fair, doesn't say a lot for the school. No. It really doesn't. No. And it doesn't say a lot for that, oh, that girl's lassie po- either. Or the wee lassie's popularity. I know. That's the thing. Nobody, <laughs> nobody talked to her at all. Don't know. Unless our, unless our pals were in on it or something. Ah, oh, fuck's sake. Right. That's weird. Very weird. Yeah. So is she getting done? Like, is she getting put She's going to have to go to court, I think. Aye. She was released on, as I say, $7,800. She's going to have to go to court so if, and explain she, herself. Aye, if she doesn't appear in court, then that money will be seized. And uh, fuck, I don't know what works. happened to her. She'll probably get off a slap in the wrist because if she goes to yeah. jail, what's her daughter going to do? Aye. Have to go to school, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe they could switch places. Then she could go to jail and fucking video it. What's the film? It's actually quite good with um, Freaky Friday. Aye, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's the one. Yeah, yeah that's quite a good film. Uh, aye, so one of the things that's on at the moment is a 
there's a really good PlayStation sale on. Uh, I think it's labelled like an indie sale, but they've got like three or four different sales going on at once. So I don't know if every one of these is is included in that. But I was sitting last night and I just dug through it and and pulled out a couple that I thought were particularly decent. So a game I spoke about before, the Sexy Brutal, it's down to three pound nineteen, eighty percent off. Cracking game. Uh, there's a puzzle platformer, Creeks, which is 50% off. That's down to seven ninety nine. Uh, I've obviously been talking recently about the new Leisure Sweet Larry game. The old one is down to £12.24, which is 65% off. That's how much uh, those games should be anyway, aye, really. Oh, aye. That's, that should have been the RRP. Well, maybe a wee bit more, but like no, 25 that should have been the maybe. RRP. Uh, horror game Outlast, £3.09, that's 80% off. The Wolf Among Us, £5.19. That was worth it. Aye, definitely. Uh, game I spoke about before, My Friend Pedro, it's 50% off at £7.99. There's a double pack that gets you Limbo and Inside, which is £5.49. That's, that's a steal if you've not played them. Brilliant games, brilliant. Uh, if you like snooker, which I do... There's a snooker game. Oh, you played the shit out of snooker when you were younger. Aye, see, I snooker. remember you always done that on your on, on your PC. Aye, on your PC. Aye, that's it. It was called Virtua Snooker. Yeah, yeah that's Brilliant. it. You were Brilliant. always playing that. I've still got a disc for that. <laughs> Do you? Aye. <laughs> uh, so this Snooker 19, to me, it's the best snooker game ever made, to be honest. It's it's only 50% off, but it's 14.99 if you're into that thing. Uh, Telling Lies, which we spoke about last week, it's 60% off down to £6.39. The Thimbleweed Park, which I've never actually played, but it's supposed to be one of the best point-and-click games on PlayStation. It's mm. 70% off at £4.79, so I'm going to pick that up. Ghost Giant, which is a PSVR game. It's a kind of puzzle... I wouldn't say puzzle platformer. You're like picking... You're almost like looking at like a table of stuff going on, and then you have to like reach in and pick up things and move things within the world. It's mm. really, really cool. Uh, it's 60% off down to 7.99 and then for yourself Andy Broken Sword 5 oh, The Serpent's yeah. Curse it's 80% off and down to £4.99 Amazing Broken uh, Sword game's so good uh, It's the newest one it came out That was an episodic one wasn't it? I think it was two parts yeah. so this is both in a winner um, but yeah 80% off And it was. I remember there been so long between them Aye there it was It was very frustrating Yeah I think there was you're right if you're uh, going to do that, have the game ready yep. and then release it. And Aye. don't be like, right, we'll make this episode, we'll make the first bit, and then we'll make the second. Because what happens if something goes wrong mm. or people something unexpected happens and it takes forever for the... Because then people get disinterested because it's so long ago. Yeah. Mm. Or they'll have to go back and play the first one again. Mm. Or they'll just go, I can't be fucked with that now. And then you've lost some of your audience because of it. See, I think like in the gaming sphere, like in general people are really negative on episodic games and like like you're just right. saying there I like them if they're well done Aye. like see with some of the Telltale games when an episode came out every month mm-hmm. that was fine for me like I quite but liked you knew it because every one was ah, you knew it was coming out yeah. every one was left in a cliffhanger yeah. and I was like this is cool like mm-hmm. you would I remember finishing each episode and then like talking with people online like oh that was how do you think it's going to go next what do you think is going to happen next and it was Aye. like that kind of water cooler talk almost and it gave you time to play through it again and do different options yeah, while like, you're waiting for the next episode aye it was really cool I really liked that approach but yeah. then when it goes wrong like I remember with Life is Strange 2 there was like 8 months between episodes that's too long and you're like or between a couple of them and you're just like right 
at that to me at that point you're getting into the sort of realms of like a season of a TV show. Yeah. Like you know what we're like. We watch mm-hmm. a season and then by the time the next season starts you're like oh, fuck is there a recap on I need a recap video on YouTube, YouTube or something. Yeah. Aye. Uh, so I, I like mm-hmm. a cliffhanger but uh, you have to have a steady stream of it yeah. coming out. So but obviously with this this one they're both out in, a, in the one pack so so that's some sales to look at and there obviously is I think there's 1200 games on sale so that's just a few of the it's quite a lot 1200 I know about a lot of shite obviously but there's still a lot of games though Okay, so keeping you entertained and informed, we have some new content on the website puredeadgaming.com Craig, what can our listeners check out this week? We're content mad this week. Uh, we've got a review, DK Shadow, uh, K.A. Pedersen. He has put up his review of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. He really enjoyed it. I think it was four out of five stars he gave it. Uh, I think he was a big fan of the original games and said the remasters were done really, really well. But he powered, I think it was 111 hours he powered into it in the space of about a week and a half to get that review done. Cool. Yeah, we've also got reviews up for a couple of Geotech hardware items there's an ammo clip which is just it's basically just a, a charger for oh, charges right. to two uh, controllers at the one time so we took a look at an xbox series version and a playstation 5 version of that they are good they're i mean they it's hard to, it's hard, like i felt like when i was writing the reviews for them i felt the review was quite short but there's only so much you can say about something that's charging a controller you know what i mean like it, yeah, it works you can only fluff it with so much information it works well it's mm-hmm. a good product but you know, there's only so much you can say the connection is seamless it goes Aye. in it goes out it's, it goes in and it goes out <laughs> well the one thing is there's a button for it to eject it out and sometimes it actually doesn't so that was one thing but it does oh. i mean it charges them well so that does what it says. Read the review to find out more, folks. Yeah, that's what it says in the tin. <laughs> and then there was also the Geotech TX70 wireless headset, which we also reviewed. You can find the review on the website. It's a good entry-level wireless headset. It's up along there with the cheapest wireless headset you'll get for console or PC. And to be honest, like, in terms of audio quality, it matches up with some products that are more expensive than it, but it does kind of fall down a little bit with the microphone. If you're just going to be talking with friends or playing games online, then it's completely fine. But if you're wanting to record Let's Plays or live stream with it, then it does sound a bit hollow. If you're going to do that, I think you're spending more than 50 quid anyway, aren't you? Aye. If if you've set up a YouTube Aye. channel to do that sort of thing, Aye, you're, probably you're going to probably invest more. A dedicated mic for it. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we have on content wise this week is i put up part three of the scotland road to glory question mark although that question mark's starting to fade away now if there's uh, a part three then it's still going that nice. see that right see that's the thing clinging on what i did was part one was the first two group games and then part two i just I, all I, had, I knew i only had time for one game before the kids came home but it was going to be the third group game and i thought right well, we're going to go out at that point but we scooted scooted through on our arse so then last night, it was the first knockout game and I thought, right, I've got half an hour before the kids come home. I'll just record that because this Scotland team's bogging and we're not going to get through. So this will be the end of it. We get through again. Mm-hmm. So now there's going to be a part four. Brilliant. It was, do you not think we're going to do well, like for real? No. <laughs> you don't? Oh. Do you? I think we'll do all right. I mean, we've got a good... I think we do have some good play. The only the only area I think we really struggle with is we don't have a goal scorer. Or any I mean, central defenders. 
Central defenders as well. <laughs> but we've got we've got two we, good left backs. We do have two good left backs. I'm surely one of them can play right back. Well, that's that's the, what I would be looking at. I'd be uh, going, who wants to play right back? Out of you guys, because there's no way. Tierney's played right back before, but aye. I think the problem is they're having to play him at centre back because we've got no decent centre back. Oh, for fuck's sake! Like, but Scot- then you get McTominay as well. Scotland, they've got decent midfielders. Yeah, definitely decent in midfield. Like McTominay, McGinn. Gilmore. A lot of Premiership players. Aye. That's the thing, because that does matter. That is a qu- they're playing at a quality mm-hmm. that is different from like obviously a lot of these players if they're playing in the Scottish League or the Championship, and then you're going to go up to international level. Mm-hmm. That's a step too far for some people. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that we've got a lot of Premiership players helps us uh, like with the mentality of it all. We've also got a Champions League winner now. We we Billy Gilmore just lifted that Champions. <laughs> just got Billy a Champions Gilmore. League medal. Really? Ah? Oh, of course. Chelsea Aye, player. Chelsea. Ah, he's not played that much, to be fair. But he looks like a special talent. Like I don't think they're going to start him, but I would. I would personally definitely. Who's start our strikers? Then is it Shea Adams? Shea Adams, who's playing. To be fair, has been getting a game for Southampton in the Premier League. And oh, who was the London Dykes? Who was the random guy that was classed as a forward when we were looking at it? It was something like. But <laughs> something like Barry Bannon or something was classed as a fucking forward they, they or something. Had Forrest listed as a forward and That's they had right. Ryan Fraser listed as a forward. That's it, Ryan and Fraser. And they're both wingers, so. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, don't get me wrong, this is the best Scotland team we've had in years. Yeah. But it is, it falls apart in crucial areas. We don't have centre-backs and we don't have people that can score enough goals. I know. And because of that, we're going to get... The, the backbone. Aye. Aye. Right. Like I think basically what's been happening is it like we're as I say, we're playing Tierney at centre back and he he's a good player but he's not a centre back. No. And then we've even against we played against ten man Luxembourg in a friendly the other day and we could only win one 0 hmm. and missed a bunch of chances. So But yeah, anyway, so part See three of this goes. Scotland Let's plays up. It was actually I took in the game I took Griffiths with me just because I couldn't think there was no other strikers to pick like I hate the guy but there's no other strikers to pick and he's got is a he good, still at Celtic? Ah, right. just doesn't play and he's got a right. good free kick on him right. so I don't know if you ever remember this but Scotland the last time Scotland played England uh, Griffiths scored two free kicks and we drew oh, two right. each okay. and in this game yesterday Griffiths scores two free kicks and I won 3-1 <laughs> So I was like, that's quite reminiscent. So yeah, part four will be recorded possibly, in fact it will be recorded by the time you read this. You can check it out on our YouTube channel. Nobody's reading a podcast, Craig. No, by the time you listen to it. <laughs> this the is also your last chance to enter our Fantasy Football League. There are details on our Twitter page and on our website, so if you want to get involved, pick your team, battle it out with all the Pure Dead Gaming listeners, then you can do so. Yeah, I think you've got till Friday lunchtime to join, so the day after this podcast goes live. I think we've got about 30 people in it so far, and there's unlimited space, so if you want to join up, make sure and do so. Mm-hmm. Oh, our flags arrived today as well, Craig. Oh yeah! I've ordered some flags, flags to decorate the place. Yeah, All right. I thought it'd be quite a good educational thing for the children as well to teach them flags. All of the different uh, countries. Mm. Mm, good show. Okay, so Craig, before we sort of move on, do you want to admit your grave error of last week's episode? Yeah, uh, your grave actually, error. There was about four or five people got in touch about this, which I didn't realise there was so many South uh, Seinfeld fans among us. 
Festivus is actually on <laughs> December 23rd, not on the middle of June. I think I'd got this because in my head, I did. I remembered before the podcast went live, and it's because uh, we, Andy, took the idea and moved it to June to have a, to have a Christmas in the middle of the year. And took the poll, the whole decorating the poll idea, and I just got it in my head that he did it because that's when the date was, but no, it was two days before Christmas. So, <laughs> apologies for that, folks. Okay, thank you. So, our... write, write in and let us know that you accept Craig's apology, folks, please. <laughs> or A if festivus not. Festivus for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Our gaming, gaming movie night this week was Need for Speed. I got the need, the need for speed. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. I'm with you. It was actually an enjoyable film. No sleep emojis. I was awake for the entire thing, the even thing. though it was two hours plus. Yeah, I did plough you a Chinese at the beginning of it, to be fair. What does what difference does that make? In that terms would make of... you more sleepy after <laughs> a nice big meal. You were eating through half of it. Right, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, good story, good... Good directing. Yeah, visually. Good acting. Yeah. Aaron Paul's a good actor. Aye. I sometimes, it's, sometimes it's a script. You have a good actor and sometimes they just give you a bad script and there's only so much an actor can do with it. Mm-hmm. The script wasn't uh, like, amazing. It wasn't Schindler's List, obviously, but it was serviceable. It was, it was good enough. General action fair like it Aye. was the car chase and stuff like that was done well because I like yeah. I like the fact that they'd done most of it practically as well yeah. so it really feels like grounded mm-hmm. and like I this could actually happen rather than Fast and the Furious these days where it's so like so far fetched so oh, too now, much I was going to say granted I'm not necessarily the person to make the judgement on this because I'm not a massive fan of the Fast and Furious films right. but I thought it was better than any one of them that I've seen mm. like I preferred it to mm. Fast and the Furious nah I like Fast oh, there's some Fast and the Furious films that are actually quite decent that I like and it's oh, always I will check it out when it comes out the new mm. one yeah. um, no, I, I, one, I, I really liked good. it uh, I, liked this I did well. make a comment at one point about like not being too like car focused or something and you were like are you kidding <laughs> Aye, you, you said like, it's not really been that car focused, and I was like, on what planet they've been out the car? <laughs> They're literally in a car. The I just film. Think, think I was just like quite engrossed in the like people story and yeah. the cars like were almost in a background character. Yeah, but right. you were like, they've been in the car and for the entirety of this film. <laughs> literally driving to a car event. Yeah, no, I, I like I say, I thought it was good. Like I liked the acting, I, I liked the casting. There was, I mean, obviously there's always going to be certain things. Like me and you, Jess, we both like commented that as soon as, I'm just going to call him Jesse because <laughs> I'm just going to call him Jesse. Uh, as soon as he gets out of jail and he's driving around the around the fucking, his hometown like an absolute dick trying to scare that girl that's in the car with him. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Could, Imogen poots. Aye, could you not act like a fanny when you've just got straight out of jail? Yeah. Is there any chance? Like it was the smallest dick move ever. What do you think the so the budget was sixty six million? What do you think it grossed? Guess guys. Fifty. Fi- fifty? Really? You don't think it done very well? Well, 
Oh, are we talking overall? This is uh, this. If I talk overall, I know how much. I know roughly how much it is because oh, I saw. Right. right. Well, then, Jess, we have a guess. I don't know. Hundred. Two hundred and three point three. It says. So it's that's for money wise. I'd say that's a success. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely is. But like the the reason I guessed fifty, I don't know how much it grossed. But see, in America, which is pretty much all that anybody seems to care about, it didn't do well. Like I know that it. It, it, the box office in America was at a loss from what it was meant, what it cost to make. Mm. So in America, it made less than what did you say it was sixty. What? How much to make? Sixty-six Aye. million. Aye. So in America, the box office was less than what it cost to make. I know that. And where the film made its money was in China. Mm. Appar- apparently, as ah. soon as the film hit China, it was like a massive hit. Right. Like huge, like biggest film of the year type of thing. And it made like 150, 160 million or something like that in China alone. Uh, they were wow. like massive on it to the point where like uh, we got a we got a question in from, who was it? In fact, it was from someone called Craig. Good name. Uh, and he had asked, I thought the film was a fun two hours. Was there ever any talk of a sequel? Would you like to see one? I just and read that there was talk I, of a sequel. A sequel yeah. was announced for, in 2015. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was going to be funded by a Chinese production company. Yeah. And they were going to film a lot of it in China. But then it just never came to pass. But it was because mm-hmm. it was like so huge yeah, in China yeah. for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but maybe they're a big Jesse mm-hmm. fan. Did they actually like total some of the cars? They yeah. must have, I. Yeah. Like, you just think, God, like that's such a waste of money. Although a lot when they do when they do stuff like this, they just it's not like a like mine in your car. It's mm. like an empty shell of okay. a car almost. It's got the so, look, but none of the actual. Yeah, spec. yeah. So they've taken out all the good stuff and just put in like maybe like a a stunt engine, you know, yeah, so it can okay. accelerate and yeah. get to speeds it needs to. Um, it still cost a lot of money, obviously, mm. but just mm. compared to actually like buying these cars and just wrecking them, mm. it's like replicas yeah, of okay. the cars. Mm. Um, One of the, 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 like we said before, there wasn't that much interest in sort of trivia and stuff like that on this film. Not really. But one thing I found that I thought was quite interesting, see that Imogen Poots? Mm-hmm. Apparently she didn't have a driving licence before, oh, really? before this film. She had to go and get a driving licence mm. so that she could then do this film. Do you uh, do you have to have a drive? Do you have well, she to have drives a drive? in the car, and she drives a car in the film. But so. then you're on a closed set, so is that still? Loca- I think some of it was on location, right? But then they're, they're they're closing down these roads though on location, so it's technically still a closed set. Yeah, you know, well, if she didn't have a driving license, would you put her behind the wheel? But she mows down the entire production. Staff? I just want I just want to know if it's do you actually technically need. Oh, probably it. not, but she uh, would need to know how to drive a car, and if she's ah, never exactly. done it, then she'd be like, "Yeah, I know what you mean." Foot to the pedal and then kill everybody. She's supposed to be good as well. Last thing, she's mm. supposed to be shit hot. Uh, and imagine she just <laughs> clutch getting fucking screwed to hell. I thought one of the highlights of the film was the black guy in the chopper, mm. and he kept just mm. appearing in different ones. Like he was, all of a sudden, he's got an army Could, one. Could he? Is he not? Is he a rapper or something? Is that who that is? Uh, Aye, it's a rapper. Aye. Right, that's that's. Uh, I don't even notice that. I wouldn't recognise him in the lineup, to be fair. But I didn't recognise him. I just seen his name on. I've the, heard the name. I know he's a rapper. The cast. Yeah. And I recognise that he was, he was funny. A I thought he was really good. Yeah, I don't know mm. if I was a security guard. I would have just whipped out an iPad though and been like, "Oh, here, yes, watch an illegal street race." Oh, I know. That I... was a bit stupid. 
he know. had he had the sweet talk but didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He had the chat. Yeah, there was the some charm. daft bits. Do you see that bit when he's also he's got the I think they went live on air and he's just zooming in and out on girls' asses. <laughs> and they're like, cut, cut, go to commercial. You know, the bit I found kinda of weird, so Michael Keaton is the guy that hosts the Daily On yeah. this race. So what he sees or what we see of the race is just a map and like an icon for whoever it is Uh but he's but when he's commentating on it he's saying oh he's just bashed his back and how is he seeing that and if he has seen it why doesn't he just have that as an image for everybody else to watch Mm -hmm. instead of keeping it for himself to then comment on it rather than just like if he can see that because he has seen because as soon as something happens he comments on it so like if I was a wee bash of that, he's like, oh, he's bashed him in here, and I'm like, well, how are you? To be to that? be fair, when cars when the cars were getting immobilized or whatever, like in a crash, they like were it was getting marked on the map that they were damaged. Uh-huh. So maybe it was that, but he did seem to have working knowledge of how the crash happened. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was yeah. too much detail. So it, it was too much detail where it could only have been him watching it. Yeah. Then if it is him watching it, surely if he's operating this race, he can afford a helicopter with a yeah, camera, and then they have that as a stream service aye. for folk. All they, ha- having... all they had to do was show that one, so that made total sense. You're right. Yeah, rather than having an icon, I, mean, I can't imagine for everybody else in the world that's aye. very exciting no. to watch an icon go. Oh, the icon's overtaking another icon! <laughs> Holy shit! You know what I mean? <laughs> that's just that's not very exciting for me. Yeah, that's like I see it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Apart from that, the film was good. I I thought the petrol filling incident was particularly ridiculous. Yeah. When they had to fill up while they were going because they couldn't possibly stop for 30 seconds to fill up the car. And then in the very next scene. How long would it actually take? Exactly. Realistically, a minute or two. And then in the very next scene, they stop so that she can take her suitcase into the toilets to get changed. Uh, You're like, could you not have got changed in the car? And you know what annoyed me as well is the guy that that does the filling of the petrol Mm -hmm. or the gas in America. Why do they call it gas? Because it's clearly not gas. Because they're fannies. Sorry, American listeners. They're fannies. fannies. Um, Rami Malik, his name is. Um, He's good. Why did he have to get naked when he, he left did. his job? Could they not just have went, I'm just going to take the day off yeah. and I'll be back tomorrow. But Rather they, than going, fuck this. I think it was just to show that feeling of freedom. Yeah, the, the clear indication was that he'd so. felt restricted all this time and now mm. he was finally getting to be free again. Yeah. So he oh. just thought he'd take off all his clothes. Oh, for God's sake. Have you never felt like that? You've just wanted just to... Just why rip off my uh, clothes? In the middle of the street. Oh. I'm a grower, not a shore. So <laughs> I really would be embarrassed to rip off my clothes. <laughs> if, if that's how I always finish work at 5.40. <laughs> just rip your shit off. Yeah, dick out and off. I just like, like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience goes bang. <laughs> um, what else we got? Um, Not much else, really, is there? I've got down here Jesse. Again, that's what I'm calling him. I don't even know what his name was in the film. <laughs> Jesse Toby. Des- Toby, I think you're right. Actually, Jesse, desperate for some action, gets the girl to sit in his lap while driving at high speeds. He then presumably finishes quickly and budges over for a nap. 
Because that's exactly what happened. Like, mm. he's like, do you want to drive for a while? And I'm thinking, oh, they're going to swap round. No, no. She gets on top of him. He's like, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> I tricked you. Then they're sort of giggling. Statutory rape. Aye. Then they're sort of giggling for a minute. And then he's like, ah, I'm, I'm done. And then he shuffles over <laughs> and just done. falls asleep. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly that's what happened. Happened. I was like, Jesus, man. That is, that's not a good look. Well, hang on, didn't do his light a fag? <laughs> Yeah, what about, see the car crash that put uh, Imogen puts in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the aye, when they finally got to yeah. register and then drove out in a, aye. a big but thing. I mean, putting big aside, Mack truck slammed yeah. them. Putting aside the fact that the amount of timing that that guy would have had to had to make that crash happen, because he doesn't know when they're coming out of that walled exit and he's built, he's up, got a, speed he's, up, aye, he's built exactly. up a speed of about 80 mile an hour to hit them. Yeah. But me and you both let out that ooh it was I thought it was quite a well done crash yeah. because we both like audibly mm. gasped mm. when mm-hmm. it got hit and I, we, I'd said before I was like he's going to get hit here we knew it was coming but I think it was just such an impactful hit yeah. Yeah. it was well done but I know what you mean though because that truck that Mack truck would take a while to get to 80 or Aye. 60 or whatever it took to slam that car yeah it. exactly and it's and how, ah, well, let's just not question stuff like that, I suppose. Imagine, imagine if it was like a Take the Piss film and all of a sudden, like, he's about to pull out and then he stops to, like, fix the mirror. No, he sees the Mack truck going, straight by the guy's like, fuck! Shit. But I good film. I enjoyed I genuinely really enjoyed it. Shall we rate? I'm not sure what I'm going to give this. I know. I've had in my head four... But I think I, I've gave I gave Mortal Kombat four, and I actually think I think this was maybe better. Was it? I really liked that. I'm trying to think what other film we would ever watch that would be a five. Yes, that's what I'm doing. Like because it's, if this isn't a five, then what is? It it feels it feels weird yeah. given this film, which is not a classic by any means. A five, five out of five. But you got to remember well, what we said at first. Aye. It's in the context of gaming films. Yeah. So in that context, uh, I think I'm going to give it five Scotch pies. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the five as well. Mm-hmm. Five Scotch pies from Jessica and no sleep emojis. <laughs> right, I think he's a peer pressure me into it. I'll go for five, five. as well. So yeah. a, a full score of fifteen Scotch pies. Before we do move on, I do have one other question. Gary wrote in and he said, "I expected to hate this film going in as the Fast and Furious films make me want to stab myself in the eye with a pen." Well, harsh. But, but fair play. <laughs> Aside from the overindulgent car porn, it was actually all right. Aaron Paul made it. So we thought Aaron Paul was good as well. And a regular listener, Squinny, he wrote in with a few notes. Uh, I'll just read out a couple of them. He said, at two hours and nine minutes, this film better be good to justify the length. I thought that as well. See, when I saw it was Mm -hmm. over, I've got a thing about films being over two hours. Like, I feel like if it's over two hours, it has to justify it for me. Like, again, just not having a lot of time with the kids and stuff like that. Like, if I turn a film on and I see it's less than two hours, I'm quite happy with that. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming increasingly rare. I think when I see a film that's two hours, I know it's got some decent character building in it. Or should have. Mm -hmm. Should have, exactly. Or an hour and a half film you know it's pretty much straight to the point. And it's it's like fire through action. Aye. Uh, he's also said uh, Breaking Bad Batman Freddie Mercury Fifty Shades this film is riddled with star power which aye good cast yeah, that is uh, the race with Pete's crash is epic and really quite emotional uh, film's doing a good job of setting up at this point 
quality final race. Overall, I loved this film. Not many slow bits, and it builds the story brilliantly. And not much rewatchability due to the length of the film, but still a cracker and one that pays homage to the game and it takes the that it takes the name from. Mm-hmm. Which I would agree. I think yeah. it did. Like yeah. when you think about oh we're gonna make a need for speed film, you're like, right, what the fuck does that mean? Mm. But I thought they did. Given the But there was like, that bit at the end where it where he drives to the lighthouse. Mm. Yeah. That's an actual bit from the yeah. game. Yeah. So and the, I suppose the the police chasing yeah. as well. There was it's part a of the game. I thought they did a really good job of uh, staying true to the game, which is a kind of hard thing to do when it's just a racing game. Mm-hmm. But like they uh-huh. made... Like obviously, there's some of the Need for Speed has been like it's been quite heavy on crashes, and I thought it was a really clever idea how they mm-hmm. set a bounty so that those people trying to take them out because mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. gave them the excuse mm-hmm. to do that, and I yeah. thought that was really quite clever. Yeah. So I fifteen scotch pies. Cool. Okay, so mm. next week we're gonna watch Silent Hill, which is two thousand and six psychological horror film directed by Christopher Christoph, sorry, Gans. Film is an adaptation of Konami's nineteen ninety nine video game Silent Hill. A spooky. Ooh. The first spooky. Oh shit. <laughs> the first spooky. I'm no good with I'm no good with horrors. Yeah, I don't think this is much of a horror film to be fair, but I, I remember it being quite Oh, it's not gonna be that bad. It's not like fucking Hellraiser and stuff like that, like Pinhead. Oh that's nah. all those but I, do, films I do remember it being quite kinda unsettling, but I mean I I watched it in two thousand six when it came out and I've not seen it since. I couldn't mm. tell you offhand anything that happens in it. See but... horror films these days. I, I can't watch them. Let's see stuff like Hostel and things like that. Like things that could technically happen. Yeah. Not like Freddy. Like Freddy, you're yeah. like, ah, you if can it's take... far-fetched enough, I'm okay with it. Exactly. The more yeah. supernatural, you, you're like, right, this is okay, because yeah. we know it's not going to happen. Yeah. But when you've got a Hostel, Aye. and it's just some fucking guy taking people... And that fucks me up, because yeah. it's just like, that could <laughs> happen. I forgot all about the Hostel for Oh, no. And like, even Saw... Saw is like far fetched because it all though it goes into so much detail with all these traps. Mm-hmm. But technically, somebody could fucking do that. See, to be fair, see, the life of me. See the Saw films. The first one is genuinely brilliant. Yeah. The way it does the payoff at the end, I think it's an excellent film. But I, I saw all of them, uh, and towards the end, those films became torture porn. Like that's what it was. It was. It's all about. It's all about the much, traps. Aye, let's yeah. see how much we can make folk book. Yeah, and how and like innovative they could be with the designs and and stuff like that. Yeah, and like some of them are cool, but it's, I, I know it's you too mean. much in it. Yeah. Okay, so we will share our thoughts and opinions on next week's podcast. If you want to join us and also watch, feel free to send in some feedback, and we will share. Okay, next up, E3 predictions. We are just days away from the official E3 2021 schedule events kicking off. Everyone who's getting involved with E3 this year has now announced their showcases and timings and it's looking to be another year of a packed week of big reveals, new announcements and massive open world premieres. Are we hyped? I love E3. (laughs) Yeah, I'm assuming. Lisa, Lisa's looking forward to it as well. She's hoping to hear some Breath of the Wild 2 news for the Switch, hopefully. Mm. I think you'll get that. We get yeah. the Switch Pro? Super Switch. 
super switch. I, th- I, th- I think this might be part of the predictions that were sent in, but like I think we'll get the announcement of the Switch Pro and Breath of the Wild, and they'll be both out on the same day. They are 100% missing a trick by no calling it the Super Switch. I know. It's are they? Well, we don't I, know. Maybe they are. It should be the Super Switch. It just makes so much sense. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, they've got the old one, they can go like NES to Super NES, and then they're doing it again in this day and age. Definitely. Oh, it could be so cool. It just sounds cool as well, the Super Switch. So yeah, with E3, we have... It starts on Thursday, technically, with Summer Games Fest. On Friday, we have the IGN Expo. Saturday, we have Guerrilla Collective and Ubisoft Forward. On Sunday, we have the Xbox and Bethesda events. After that is Square Enix. PC Gaming Show, Future Games Show and Warner Brothers have some announcements to make and there is some other stuff as well but other than that the big thing is the Nintendo Direct on Tuesday. We will pop a full rundown of the kind of week schedule on our websites and where to watch um, for your information. Yep. Okay so we asked the our listeners to submit some crazy E3 predictions and we'll share some of the favourites with you. So Blair wrote in and said he thinks Halo Infinite will be delayed until 2022. Could, it could be, but I don't know. Like I think I asked for wild predictions, so that's what we're getting here. He's uh, taking a swing there. I mean, it was supposed to come out last year. If they delay it again, I think there'll be a lot of negativity. So mm. I would almost think there's a bigger chance of them putting it out even if it's not ready rather than delaying it again. But we did ask for out their predictions. So mm. uh, Claire thinks that the new South Park game will be announced by Ubisoft, or she's hoping anyway. She thinks Skull and Bones might be dated for 2021, but that nobody really cared about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, she's hoping for a November date, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, I think... I mean, th- I don't think we're getting a new South Park game. I would fucking love if we did. Mm-hmm. Those those two South Park games are amazing. They're very and well done. I, they suit the, the game, the, yeah, the, the type perfect. of game they've come up with. They're perfect. I love yeah. them so much. And if they made another one, it would instantly be near the top of my most wanted games. Although but the last one had a game-breaking bug, and that's why I never completed it. Really? Yeah, I got stuck, and it just wouldn't go past a certain point, and that was me. Oh. I had to like, like start again, yeah. and I'd already put so many hours into it, I was just like, I don't want to do that. So I kind of didn't get to complete the second one. See, if, if you wait long enough till you forget what happened, then I would recommend doing that back. again. Because see, like, I actually preferred the second game to the mm-hmm. first one. Like, it's, nah, it's it some fun. story. Really funny. Really, really funny. Uh, it's funny seeing about Bre- uh, Skull and Bones. I don't... Th- like, I, I think we might see that this year as well. What is that? Is it a pirate game? Yeah, right. So basically, years ago, after Assassin's Creed Black Flag, uh, mm. Ubisoft put out a poll to, like, Ubisoft fucking subscribers or whatever saying what really? would you like to see and the main feedback was oh we want a pirate game hmm. so they announced Skull and Bones and I right. thought I remember thinking oh brilliant and it's going to be like Assassin's Creed Black Flag but without the hindrance of having to tie it into Assassins this sounds fucking Aye. great so then the next time they showed it they had they announced that basically it wasn't an open world game like you didn't control a person you were the ship so the whole game was just ship combat. Mm. And at that point, I lost all interest. I don't care anymore. 
Like the the ship combat in Assassin's Creed's decent, but yeah. I don't want to be doing it all the time. Like I would want to be a, like you design your own pirate and you go around and you, there's like you can get off the ship and stuff like that, but that wasn't what it was going to be. So there was a lot of negative response when they when they announced that that's what it was going to be, and that was maybe the last time it was shown off was maybe three years ago, and since then it's just went totally oh, yeah, dark. I'm, I'm about to. Well, I think it might be E3 2018. Yeah, I'm about three to just ago, check out a wee video here, and that's when it. This is from. Yeah, I'm just having a wee look to see what. I mean, it looks nice. It looks really nice. Oh, well, I'll have the usual Ubisoft polish and stuff yeah. like that. But I just, I, I don't, I don't want a thirty-hour game where you are just the ship. Like, I mean, I would check it out because I quite there's something about pirate games that I quite like. Me too, but like I, when I played Black Flag, I loved that game, and I just I want a bigger version of that. Remember as well the show. Was that called? That was called Black Flag, was it not? It was called Black. Oh, I, download, I downloaded it again recently because I wanted oh, to watch so it again. Good. It was such really a good. good show. Black Sails. Black Sails, what a fucking show. Aye. I, I loved that. I've not finished it. I only ever saw the first two seasons. So I need to go and back oh, and finish it. To... But I'm going to watch it all from the start again. The, music, it was really the good. music was amazing. And I always remember there was a, a scene in the fourth season. I'm sure I told you about it. Um, they do something to Blackbeard. Spoilers. They do. I will not say. Actually, they 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 kill him in a way. Shit. <laughs> I'll not say. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'll not say what happens. <laughs> but they fucking murder him. Jesus Christ! Oh my God, my brain like just literally turned off. I, like, I don't tell him anything. So they kill him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not getting cut out either. Fuck. Right, so I might as well fucking tell you now. Right. I'm sorry, right? You can't <laughs> kill Blackbeard. But they don't... It's quite late on, so right. you get to see uh, a lot so of them. So I've got three seasons to sit through before that gets spoiled. I'll me, not right? tell you, actually. I'll just... I'll let you know that the way they kill him... Right. Holy fuck. And it's... An, I looked it up. It's an actual way they used to kill pirates. And right. it's so... It made my stomach quite upset watching oh. it. It's, it's really that bad. Because they go... The this, this scene... Of him in that situation, it's like a 15 20 minute scene. Oh, god, and it goes on for quite a while. And I, I, I was at the point where I was just like, I don't know if I can keep on watching this because it was quite disturbing, right? And it's that it is a kind of show where it is quite gritty, yeah. But this was next level grit. And uh, if you're going to watch it again when you get to that bit, just let me know. But I'm sorry for spoiling it. It's definitely a show worth watching. Like, I, I remember even so at the good. time being like, yeah, this is quite... Because they don't... I don't know. They they were... We don't know what things were like in pirate times. Yeah. But even for the time, like for 2015 or whatever, when it was released, like mm. it was quite... It was quite gritty. Yeah. Like they had like prostitutes, but they're like battering lumps out of them and stuff like that. Right. And you're like... Like I say, even that, you were like, this is quite uncomfortable. But you were like, right, well, they are trying to be true to the time, I suppose. Yeah. And they do also portray strong women in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really well done. Yeah, no, it's a great great show. I want to go it back really and is. see it all through. Because like I said, I only saw, I think there's four, se- five, four or five seasons. Yeah. they done it. I always think they, they ended it right where they right. should have ended it. And not dragging it on forever because it was doing the viewers were good yeah but it's just i think they got to that point where there's only so much they can do and i think they realized that and they went let's just end it on a high yeah and and they really did good i know i'm gonna go back to it because i really enjoyed it 
Uh, okay, so next up uh, we had Gary, who his predictions are that a new Fable trailer will be shown with a 2022 window given, that a new Splinter Cell will finally be announced, mm. but at the Xbox event, not Ubisoft, and that a Switch Pro will be announced, launching alongside Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. So those are quite interesting predictions. That's been uh, quite dormant for a while, isn't it, that franchise? Fable? Splint- Splinter Cell. Oh, aye. Well, Fable as well. Aye. But Splinter Cell's quite a big franchise, I feel. The last time we got a Splinter Cell game was 2011. Wow, that's a And there's been rumours constantly that it's going to come back, but it's clearly at this point it's not. Like, I, you think they're done with it? I don't think they're done with it, but like people have been asking for it for so long, and every time there's an event, everyone's like, oh, we're going to get Splinter Cell! Yeah. And then he just doesn't show up. Like, I would go mad if they announced a new Splinter Cell. I love Splinter Cell. 2013's the last one. Or was it 2013? But I mean, even then, that's eight years. I know, that's a while. I hope he's right. I hope he's right. I hope we get it. Um, I think 2022 is maybe a bit ambitious for for Fable as well, but maybe. Never know. And I I, I agree with him on the Switch Pro and Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. It makes sense to bring them out day and day. Mm -hmm. You could do like a bundle and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So next up we had Alex and he says Game Pass on the Switch Pro and he's putting brackets it's never going to happen. Mm. There had been talk about it like it would be a really cool idea it would obviously have to be streaming but um, I'd never say never but probably maybe unlikely. Uh, he's got down here Forza Horizon 5 which I definitely think is going to be shown off. Persona on Xbox which is that game's currently only PlayStation PC, but a lot of those Japanese games are coming over to Xbox. So that's probably a good shout, actually. And he's also suggested maybe that Psychonauts 2 could be shown off and it could be one of those and it's available now type mm. things, which I don't know, but I'm, we spoke last week about how the Xbox Game Pass offerings this month were pretty light mm. and that they're probably going to announce some extra stuff at E3. That would be a banger to, to put out. So it's possible. Be good to see. You you liked the first Psychonauts, didn't you? So yeah, nice. I would play it definitely. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Uh, we have Chris, who we've got the first of two Chris's. Sorry, Chris has said uh, Forza Horizon Five announced that, and Halo are Xbox's fall games. Then Hellblade Two is given a twenty twenty two release window, and almost all. Other big games shown aren't even given a year, leaving questions over the mm-hmm. Xbox brand. Mm-hmm. I think he might not be far off for that, actually. Mm-hmm. I think Hellblade is definitely 2022. I think we'll get a Forza Horizon and probably Halo. And a lot of the other Xbox games do seem like they're a ways off. So yeah, maybe that. I think he could, he could be three for three there, to be honest. Be good if we did get a lot of dates, but... I don't know. See, we're still in the midst of COVID and stuff like that. I think it's so hard to predict yeah. and forecast, really, yeah. isn't it? I think that people are going to be very cautious about putting dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you've not got a date tied to your game the new and you're unsure, why would you put a date on it? Because then you're just getting people's expectations up, you're and just, then you you're might have to pressure, aren't you? Aye, and you get bad press because you're having to backtrack if you do. The chip shortage is still an issue as well. Aye, these damn chips. Yeah, I'm trying to get a new laptop at work because mine is as slow as a week in the jail. And I spoke to IT and they're like, yeah, there's we can't get any more laptops. I'm <laughs> like, oh, geez. You can so and you will. Yeah, so I'll just have to persevere with my slow shitting laptop. 
And last up... Shitty, shitty laptop. <laughs> shitty laptop. <laughs> and last up is Chris again. This is at underscore CM Walsh on Twitter. And he has said Metal Gear Solid Remake finally <gasps> gets announced. Oh. It's been done by Bluepoint Studios as their next project after Demon's Souls. Kojima is not directly involved, or at least I don't expect any mention of him, other than perhaps to mention that he his name in relation to being the creator of Metal yeah. Gear Solid. It will be exclusive to PlayStation, but no release year will be given. Oh my god, I'd cream myself. So obviously that's something that's been rumoured at certain points, but that's a pretty oh, out there prediction, and so one good. that I would... I would love to see. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I suppose that would have to be announced at Summer Game Fest. Because obviously PlayStation aren't doing an event. But amazing. It would be. I'm ho- I'm really hopeful that is on the cards. Um, and it, almost at this point, it would be a good thing that Kojima wouldn't be involved. Because yeah. if Kojima was involved in a remake, it would just become... He would have to change things. It would yeah. 100% just start coming up with new mechanics for mm-hmm. stuff and just like almost take on to a full new thing. And you're just like, we just want a remake, pal. You know what I mean? Just spruce it up a little bit for it's, us, please. See, Blue Point, they're the masters of coming in and just not messing with the artistic vision, but yeah. making the game amazing. Making like, it playable the, to the people perfect now. studio to yeah. do this. Uh, I just made a couple of notes of things that I would maybe like to see. I'd put down another South Park game would just be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I really, really want that. And also, I wondered, because Square Enix are doing an event, is it time for them to start showing off a new Tomb Raider? Mm. The mm-hmm. last one was what twenty eighteen, and this, I know this I, is still the twenty fifth year anniversary, isn't it? Yeah, they are doing lots of stuff. Mm. Like I, I think they sort of alluded to the fact that they weren't ready to show anything else off, but I don't know. Like it, the the games that came out recently, it was originally supposed to be like a trilogy, and that that has completed. Yeah. Like it was uh, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. But they have said they're going to keep it going, so mm. it's it's not out of the realms of possibility that we see something. What about the football games? When do we usually start hearing about them? It should means... be soon. It should be soon. I think Did Konami you... are going to show show stuff soon, and then EA. Uh, they're not attending E three this year. Usually, oh. you usually you would get some. Usually EA would be at E3 and they would show off FIFA. But mm-hmm. when you say show off FIFA, they won't show gameplay. They'll trot out fucking a 85-year-old Pelly yeah. onto the fucking uh, stage and have him mumble about how when back in the day when he used to kick the, the ball around. Um, did you read, did, did you hear about what they advertised for recently? No. There was, an, like, there was a job advertisement. And it was to like loads of different stuff they were wanting the person to do. But one of the things was they want you to be able to help with the online career mode. Oh, and people are like, is that a typo? Or is career mode going online in some way? Because that was what the job description was part of. And I was like, mm, that sounds quite interesting. That but then interesting. even if it is an online, is it going to be for next the next one after yeah. this one? No, because that would seem quite... If they're advertising for that now... Uh, it seems quite unrealistic that the they're going to have that out, the FIFA's in place. Out this year will be nearly done. Aye, um, so it might be for like the next one. Could be some as long uh, as they just come up with some new innovations for career mode. Yeah, to keep us ticking over. Definitely, aye. Just like some good stuff. Just like even just like basic stuff. Sometimes when it comes to the transfer market and just making it more realistic and things like that, or giving us more to do with the management of the game. I know there's only so much you can do, because like, you've always said, like, it'd be cool if you could make new kits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to do that, though, because of licensing. Yeah. But could they let us 
and I don't think this would be a thing as well because they've always got the the stadiums all pre-built. But look, could they? Could you add to it? And if you're a small team, it's it's like a stadium editor or something. Aye, or could you upgrade your stadium? Because see, if you're like doing a road to glory kind of series, where you're like, oh, yeah. I'll go, I'll go uh, Wickham, and obviously their stadiums shit. Mm-hmm. So if you do eventually take them up to the Premier League, you have to have a bigger stadium. It's a it's an actual criteria yeah. that you need to have like be able to seat 20,000 or whatever it is so can you do it in a way that you can go oh now I can build my good stadium because I've, I've yeah. went from the championship to the premiership and I get all the money that comes with that yeah the most looked, uh, that. you can do that and like it's a football manager you like yeah. you can spend money to add to your stadium and stuff like that and then you so get more cool. income and stuff like nah, so stuff cool. like that would be cool and I think it will come eventually but obviously it's small small increments I but uh, I think I'm not sure if it's got a scheduled date I've got a feeling it maybe does but EA have an event I think they're doing one that's maybe like the 23rd of June. Right. This rings a bell. I think it's near the end of June anyway, and they'll show off FIFA then. Oh, cool. Although it's very unlikely that they'll show actual gameplay. It'll be one of those like, oh, this is in-game, but it's like mm-hmm. cut together from Aye. 40 angles that you would never use. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone who took the time to share their thoughts. Sorry if we didn't mention yours, but do look out for our pre-podcast Q&As on the website in future to be included. On next week's podcast, we will, of course, be breaking down all the announcements and reviews, so please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on whichever platform you listen to on for that. Next up, what we have been playing. Craig always likes to win and has a sizable list of games every single week. (laughs) I think we should maybe also poll our listeners to see, you know average gaming tendencies do they play one or two games or are they like you cramming as much as they possibly can yeah because I'm a one or two game kind of guy I think most people are like that Mm. you're just weird this is why I get through so much you don't sleep (laughs) and you're like I'm so tired but I need my gaming time (laughs) it's an affliction I need to be able to play what's this one donuts and justice (laughs) You played that for as long as I did, but we'll go into that in a wee bit. Uh, I've, hey, to be fair, I've only, I've not played that much game in this week. Maybe about six hours or something since we last recorded. Oh really? Uh, been doing? across six games. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't. I mean, I, I made a list of games here that I planned to get through, but there was some I didn't actually right, get right, through. Right, when you go, talk us through it. Uh, right. Well, our game of the month is Biomutant. I have put an extra, maybe only about an hour into that, so I'm like three I'm and a half. I'm not loving it. I'm you know not what? loving it. Nah. See, I quite like it, but as I said, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I certainly mentioned it to you through text. Mm. This whole... Take a couple of steps, a cutscene starts. It's quite stop, a couple, start at the I, beginning. Take yeah. a couple of steps, a cutscene starts. It was doing yeah, my you head were, in. Yeah, you were getting annoyed. And right. I've got to the point now where it's completely opened up. Right. Uh, but I haven't had a chance to push on from there, and I'm looking forward to getting the time so I can see what it's got to offer. And there's just mm. been a big patch update as well that I mm. think, I'm, I'm not sure if it has, but I'm hoping it's brought a lock on system. Um, the first big patch is out, so. As I say, I've only played an extra hour, but I'm enjoying what I've played. Uh, I'm closing in on finishing the Leisure Sweet Larry Wet Dreams Dry twice game. It's it's good. I really do like it, but it's not it's not as good as the first game. 
Like, they're trying too hard. Every single line has to have some sort of innuendo in it. Like, the first game, don't get me wrong, the first game was childish and it had lots of sexual innuendos in it, but they were funny and they were enough apart that you could, like... I don't know, they got away with it more, but it seems like in this one they're just... They're, they've tried too hard. But I've still, as I say, I've maybe got an hour of that left, so I'll, re- I'll reserve my full thoughts until the end. Uh, and other than that, the only thing really I've been playing, apart from our shitty Platinum, which we can get into after, is a game that's actually due out this Friday called Super Soccer Blast America vs. Europe. It's a sequel to, funnily enough, Super Soccer Blast. And it's... It's like an old school football game. It's quite basic, but it's fun. Like it's it's a fun game. The issue I have is that it's got bugs and and being a completionist. Oh, I swear to what was I like on Saturday? It was fucking raging, honestly. Because like I say, the game's not the game's not the game's not due out until this Friday, and it appears that I was the first person to get sent a code. So once I realised this, I thought. I'm going to be the first person in the world to get this platinum because it's not a hard game to platinum. So and, I, that's, uh, and that's not an accolade that you have yet achieved in no. your gaming life. So I thought, I'm going to plough this. <laughs> I'm going to plough this. It only takes two hours to platinum or something like that. It's not difficult. And it's a fun wee game. So I start barreling through it. And there's one trophy called Woodpecker and it's hit the wood five times. That's the description. I'm like, right. ah, it must mean the post and the crossbar mm-hmm. I hit this post and I hit this crossbar about 50 times nothing pops I'm like oh, what the fuck's going on I'm like, I've, I've, is it maybe something else and I've, I'm wrong so I look back at the old game no no it's definitely hit the post hit the crossbar right. the trophy's glitched oh no you can't get it oh dear raging then there's also there's trophies rela- uh, related to winning tournaments Mm-hmm. One of the tournaments I won, it popped a trophy for winning a different tournament. Right. And the one that you should have got for it, you also can't get. So I'm sitting with two trophies still to get. So you need to wait to be patch it. I, I've contacted them and I, I let them know. Oh, he's contacted them, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, who makes it? Unfinished Pixel. Listen, Unfinished Pixel Fit is your real name. <laughs> I am a completionist, I'll have you know. A completionist is a very serious job title, and it's a job I take very seriously. <laughs> so I'll have you know that your game is bugged to fuck. <laughs> and this has prevented me, i.e. the completionist, Craig, from completing said game. Now this is something that I will not stand for, and I will be waiting your reply and patch notes. Thank you. I wasn't standing for it. I had to sit down. Craig, the completionist. I was raging. So yeah, so I'm sitting. I'm sitting with two two trophies still to get on that. And it's funny actually. Since that's happened, I've had two, three different people on over our, uh, PlayStation messages like reach out to me about it. They're obviously reviewing the game as well. Mm. I think one of the guys actually works for IGN and he just messaged me and been like, are you having trouble getting this trophy? And I'm like, ah, it's, it's buggled. It's buggled. <laughs> they know about it. And he was like, right, okay. <laughs> so yeah, disappointing, but uh, it's a fun little game and it's cheap. It's only, I think when it comes out, it's like seven quid or something like that. So if you're looking for some trophies and a bit of a laugh, like don't be expecting 
any sort of tactical football. Like it's not going to trouble the big boys. I don't think footwear with the title soccer no. blast. Soccer, <laughs> super soccer blast. Nobody's picking up. I think this is a tactical masterpiece. <laughs> no, definitely not. But yeah, that's that's all I've been playing this this week. What about yourselves? Uh, I just played Bio Mutant again, but it's, I'm just not really enjoying it that much. I don't know if I'm going to stick with it much longer. Mm. To be honest with you, ah, it's, it's definitely been divisive. Like some, yeah. it's weird. Some people seem to absolutely love it. I like know. I'm, I've seen that. On Twitter. I'm totally on the fence just now. Mm. Uh, Me too. I'm, to I'm see, feeling like I'm doing a jump off though. Quite nah, soon. there's a lot of people are, are really disappointed by it. It seems to be very, uh, very divisive. Mm. Yeah, so obviously, as mentioned, that is our Game Club Game of the Month for June. So we will be doing a sort of full rundown at the end of the month. Shitty platinum time. Shitty, shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Shitty, shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Andy, do you want to talk about this one? This is a very exciting moment because we sneakily (laughs) got Andy aboard the hype train. The shitty platinum train. This was... Right, folks, people... We should probably give the name of the game. It's Donuts, donuts, and, donuts and Justice. Donuts and Justice. And people will know that I usually take the piss out of Craig for doing these shitty Platinums, but this was life-affirming, folks. <laughs> I have had my first Platinum. And He's I, been baptised. Although, I, yeah, was it on your account? No, no, it no, wasn't no. He's going to have to do it again. He's on account now. <laughs> Can I need to chase that feeling again. Yep, that rush. <laughs> You'll never get that first high again. No, nah, that was the first time. Basically, what happened was I get stuck at the second level. It's supposed to be piss easy, but I'm dreadful at side-scrolling shooters, and I put it off in a huff on Saturday night because I couldn't get by the second <laughs> level. So when Andy came round to record tonight, I was like, here, have a shot of this. And uh, he did it really easily. <laughs> what did you think of it? Well, it's fun enough, but it was completed in like 10 minutes. Alright, that's what a shitty platinum is. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> but it's alright, and it's not a bad game. Like, it's kind of fun. No, it's... it was fine. Aye. It was was right. it worth the dollar? How much was it? I think it was like 250 or something like that. Aye, it's mm. just... And you get, and not that you'll care about this, but you get a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation 5 version, so it's two oh, platinum. There we go. Boom. Although I might have to draft you in next week to get the, by the second level for me again. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's developed by. Fob Tie Interactive and obviously published by Ratalica Games. Of course. Imagine the the setup those guys must have. I know. They must have like a whiteboard just full of games. What games are we publishing this week? Those two whiteboards over there. That's that's this week. Next week's in the other room. Uh, but I thought it was alright. Like from what I played, like it was frustrating me a bit. I, I don't know if I'm going to be interested. I'm going to try it again when the other the other version of it and see how far I can get. Because according to everyone, it's really really easy. And watching Andy do it, it didn't look hard. But granted, I was tired, but I was struggling with it. I just was getting overrun. So I feel like I need to prove something to myself for this two out of ten difficulty. <laughs> will you upload your efforts on YouTube so that? Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you have a night's sleep, maybe because it is like <laughs> it is a game where if you are quite tired, you you would probably struggle. Oh, I was half falling asleep when I was playing it. Oh, there you go. That's why. Maybe if you just sleep a few hours and then pick it up again, hey, you'd well, probably be alright. Do you want to look after my kids for a week? And we'll see how much you sleep. No, a right, chance. That's it. Look, he's he's backing his ass up out the Not door. A the chance. I don't know if you realise, but 
I'm now a completionist, so I've got plenty of games to complete and platinum. <laughs> now that this, this feeling has invigorated me. Your certificate's in the mail. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Okay, time for some news. Um, up first, Herman Holst did an interview with the PlayStation blog and it ended up spilling the beans on a number of fronts. Most notable was the fact that both God of War, Ragnarok and Gran Turismo Sport will also be coming to PlayStation 4. This is a blow to fans who'd taken bigwig Jim Ryan's comments about generational divides seriously. What was he saying like? Folk are just fucking raging. <laughs> Basically, Jim Ryan, who seems like a bit of a knob, uh, he did like a speech last March, and he talked yeah. about how the architecture of the PlayStation Five was going to bring gaming forward like a lot, and what right. the whole need for a PlayStation Five was that the games they were going to be able to create on this just couldn't be done, at, like on the four. Aye. And so they and they talked about how they believed in generations because Xbox mm. at the time were saying, "Look, even when we make games for the new console, they'll still come to the old console." And Jim Ryan was like, ah, "No, we you make next that. gen games, you make cutting edge games, and that's it." Mm-hmm. And then they've went back on it. Right. And I, I get people's anger like that was a blatant lie. I don't think it was a lie at the time. I think he believed it, and I think uh-huh. then they've looked. But then at somebody's it when, went. You know, business-wise, it makes more sense for us to keep releasing on the yeah. PS4 with the install base is Aye. millions and Sony's, millions of people. Sony's a publicly traded company that has to answer to shareholders. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure some of those shareholders went, you've sold 115 million fucking PlayStation 4s or whatever. Yeah. Could you could you make it work on that so they can all buy it? Aye, is that like business Which, at the end of the day? Aye. I, I get it, though. I do get it. Like, not so much with, with Gran Turismo. Like, I think all it'll be is... up. Like nicer graphics and stuff like that, but and even to an extent, maybe God of War. But like, I feel like I don't know. See if Grand Theft Auto Six is announced and it's on PlayStation Four, like mm. I would be annoyed mm. because it feels if that will be the one of them maybe proper <sighs> next it, gen it needs only. to be because when you've got a more powerful console, like you can provide more living, breathing worlds. Like, mm-hmm. see on PlayStation 5, if they make Grand Theft Auto just for PlayStation 5, like, you can program all the people in the world to go about their daily life because you can program that amount of stuff into that. That's yeah. not just a graphics slider, or oh, it looks nicer on this console. You can actually make more stuff going on, more yeah. people in the world. Like if you follow someone, they actually go to work and then they go home at night, and like it's all little things that you're like you're not going to watch that person for the day, but see, in in the moment, you'll be more immersed in that game because it uh, looks as if everybody in the world's going about their life. The AI like, is going to be the yeah. next bit where it's going to like leap forward because like I was saying last time, I don't think graphics need to be much better. No, they don't. But it's going to be stuff like that where it's like there's so much more power to make people more, like react in a more yeah. realistic way. And that's where you'll start to notice like, changes yeah. like that. And that's the kind of thing that, unlike the PlayStation 4, all you can make the NPCs do is walk up and down the street. Mm. And that starts to become noticeable. So it does. they do need to move up generation, yeah. but obviously they're not going to do it for a wee while, which is it's disappointing. Another note from host during the interview was that recently shown off Horizon Forbidden West is on course for 2021. It's hard to say whether this is a vote of confidence or potentially planting the seed for a delay. Slight delay into February 2022 to coincide with the five-year anniversary of the first game might be a possibility. 
We shall see. Mm. I don't know what to make of it. Mm. I'd like to take them at face value that the game is still on course for 2021, but we're just off a news story where they lied. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like It feels like that showcase last week, they should have gave a date. Or, mm-hmm. a, or something that was but the it, they weren't even willing to, to say 2021 in that fucking conference Aye. and that was an ideal ideal time to come out with a date yeah, if they were going it was noticeably missed yeah. <laughs> yep. Aye, I so I think know. it's I think it's going to be into next year I think so too like I, I hope we get it this year but I'd rather get it in a fit state like I don't want to come out like cyberpunk I'd rather I don't exactly. want like if it has to come out in February fine as long as it's good. as good as it can be Okay, so next up, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade will be released on the day this podcast drops. The enhanced version of the 2020 remake is only available on PS5 and comes with the Yuffie DLC. (laughs) In preparation for the launch, patch 1.02 has been released for Final Fantasy VII Remake to allow you to upload your PS4 save to the cloud. This save will then be able to be imported to the PS5 version. Note that when you import your save on the new PS5 version of the game, any trophies you obtained in the old version will auto-pop. Very exciting. Oh, of course. So basically, if you've, if, you've, if you've got the Platinum on the PlayStation 4, when you upload that save, those puppies will pop. Wow. But it also, it's it's good that people can carry over their save. And yeah. stuff Would like you that. like to be able to customise that sound? Yes. Right. Is to that the, not to a the thing? PlayStation 4 sound, which I preferred. Oh, right. What was that more like? Just a ding. A ding, surely. <laughs> Is that that? Would you not like it to be something more substantial than it that? Feels more, it feels more sedated on the PlayStation 5, the noise. What's really cool, right? You wouldn't have seen this for a while, right? But see, there's a thing Xbox do where when you get, like, they do achievements, and when you get an achievement, it does a sort of like it's almost like a kind of popping noise and it's all right it's quite cool but see if you get a rare achievement mm. it makes a, a different noise like a right. longer one that's really cool and it's like, and then it's like a special like kind of crystal thing that comes up and you're like oh i've got a special one you know what i mean like because <laughs> what they do is they tie all this to like percentages so they know like if you say you complete halo infinite and only 3% of players have done that. Like, if it's under 10%, I think it's it's classified as a rare, rare achievement. Rare and so it's rare. Nice. So it's like a different noise it makes, and that's yeah. quite exciting. Quite okay. enjoy that. Yep. Okay. Je- Jess is like Nick because I have to go, some... I can't believe I'm engaged to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting some weird looks here. I think I'm going to be sleeping outside tonight. <laughs> Okay, next up comes via Push Square. Um, Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake, will not be making an appearance during the Ubisoft Forward livestream later this week, the development team has confirmed. The news was shared as part of an update on Twitter, which also stated the PlayStation 4 title is now slated to release at some point next year. The game was originally delayed indefinitely, and now we know to expect it in 2022. Who cares? It's a f- honest like well I see technically I really liked Sands of Time mm. and I was excited to play a remake until they showed it. Do you remember mm. this? Yeah, it looked pretty bad. It looked awful. They showed this. I'm making quotation marks here. Remake mm-hmm. and th- the graphics looked 
terrible. And because it was supposed to come out in like February, but because the reaction to it was so bad, yeah. they were like, eh, actually, we'll just... Um, that was a joke. Well, I... <laughs> Lol. Will well, you d- go with my pal? <laughs> no. Well, she didn't want to give you anyway. <laughs> so they were like, I, I will just delay this. But everybody expected it to be delayed to like, what, July or something like that. Mm. So if it's now been delayed till next year, I mean, they must be starting from scratch. Aye. Which is a good thing. Like, Sansa Time was a good game. If they release an actual proper remake of it, I'll be all about nah, it. I but wasn't much of a fan. You know, I quite liked nah. it. So that's what sort of started Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. But I, uh, it's not coming for a while, so you can put that in the back burner. Okay, next up, originally known as Rainbow Six Quarantine, the upcoming Ubisoft tactical co-op shooter has now been renamed Rainbow Six Extraction. The game has been dark since its E3 2019 announcement and is scheduled to be shown off at the Ubisoft Forward event on Saturday. You're not really getting away with no, uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine in they 2021, aren't you? The name. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I seen co-op, I was that's me out. I know it's a bad. Can't be fucked with that. No, I'm the same. It's first. It's a first. It's a first person one as well. Uh, uh, I'm sure it'll be good, but I nah, just no for no for me. Some of these though, even though they say like co-op, you can play yourself. Play with so bots. Well, I'm not sure because I remember like there was Rainbow Six. There was one I played on the 360. Mm. Rainbow Six was it Vegas I, I remember that yeah uh, and I think they had like co-op like, like they populated like AI co-op players and that was right. pretty good but yeah uh, you were never getting away with that quarantine name I did find it funny that it's now called Extraction it's like it's almost like trying to play on real life like mm. we're in quarantine when are we getting extracted mm. are they foreshadowing something yeah, so we'll definitely check that out at the event on Saturday. And speaking of Ubisoft Forward, another game expected to have a presence is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Rumours suggest that some additional free content will be announced and that the third piece of DLC may also be shown off. See, to be fair, I mean, that game needs some content. Like, <laughs> I've been saying, it's a bit fucking bare bones. Yeah. Like... There's not a lot to do in it. No, there's, there's not. And I think fans have been nothing but patient. The map is quite sparse with Aye. icons and things de- to do. Dead small as well. Yeah. Aye. So about time to put some effort into this. See, to be honest, there's that much content in Valhalla that they could come out and go, aye, we've had another 10 hours and nobody will ever see it because nobody can get through the amount of content that was in the disc. Okay. Bloody DLC. Just why I let people know that we were being sarcastic there. <laughs> <laughs> just in case somebody didn't pick up and they're going what are these guys like yeah, they actually think Valhalla's not getting any today are you stupid <laughs> just not, not picking up our sarcasm I'm still I'm still determined to get to the end of it thankfully I've got probably into the end of 2022 when the next Assassin's Creed comes yeah. out I, I, that latest DLC came out it looked really good I should it's, go back I'll, I do want to go back Ireland. to it I do want to go back to it as well Aye, we'll go back at some point. It's just hard to keep up. I know. I need to. I need to sleep less. It's so long though that you. It's so long though that you've you've got other games that you want to play. Yeah. And it's like, but I don't want to like start scooting off into playing other games and then and then get lost in those. But then you want to be able to complete Valhalla, but it's so big that it's hard to do that. And that's the thing I always find struggle with these games. I don't think I've completed one since Black Flag because they're just so big. I get to the point where I'm like, right, I've got other games I want to play now. See, to be, see, like, to be fair, it was only... 
it was only at Origins where they started getting really big. Yeah, like there was Black big. Flag, then there was the one in France, Unity. And mm. It was quite. It was only twenty hours. Then there was Syndicate in London. It was only about twenty hours. But yeah, now well, they're I just. I I completed that one I, as well because that was a good game. I loved one. Syndicate, yeah. but now they're just getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And I really hope they just rein it in for the next one. It's too big. Like I, I appreciate the content that they're giving a hell of a value for money, but come on, it's too much though. We can't. It's, it's like a fucking second job. I know it is too much. <laughs> Okay, so next up, Jeff Keeley has revealed on Twitter that developer Gearbox will be announcing a new game during Summer Game Fest. The rumour is that it will be a Borderlands spin-off featuring Tiny Tina. So they're making a film with this as well. Kevin Hart's one of the main guys. That'd be quite... I'm I'm up for anything with Kevin Hart in it, to be fair. I really like Kevin Hart. Uh, It's quite funny. Uh, I'd heard they were making a film. Who the fuck is Tiny Tina? Any ideas? Not really. I played Borderlands 2 and I started Borderlands 3 but I just couldn't really get into it but I can't remember. I don't remember any of the characters' names to be honest. Like I played them more for the gameplay. It was just quite an addictive cycle of grabbing loot and stuff yeah, like that. I, I never... Jess has shown me a picture of her now. She looks quite small, possibly with the name Tina. Uh, she's like a cartoon version of Alexa Bliss almost. There's quite a lot of folk in this, uh, like, named actors in this film. You've got Kevin Hart, he plays Roland. You've got Edgar Ramirez, he's playing Atlas. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, playing Tannis. Jack Black is Claptrap. That's quite good. Kate Blanchett is Lilith. Gina Gershon is Moxie. And there's a lassie called Hayley Bennett you'd probably recognise, but not been in too much, I think. Hey, that sounds like it could be on track for five Scotch pies, just with a casting alone. That does sound pretty good, is it? Where, what oh, that's right, we'll have this to watch. Yeah, that's a good, good shout. What stage is it at? Uh, in production. Hmm. So probably a wee bit off yet. Nah, nah. It's Podcast made. episode 1000. <laughs> next, next year, next year sometime. That sounds good. Okay. It's a date. <laughs> it's a date, guys. Okay, so last up, according to reports, Warner Brothers will be focusing their E3 efforts on Back for Blood, the upcoming Left for Dead-style co-op zombie affair. This will be a blow to many I'd hoped to see the Hogwarts Legacy, Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. All three of those titles are now scheduled for 2022 following various delays. I... You what? I... I kind of wonder why Warner Brothers are doing a conference. Like, don't be wrong, Back for Blood looks cool and it's out in a couple of months, so I get wanting to show that off. But how do you have a conference and then a week out turn around and go, see the three games you're most excited about from us? Nah, not going to bother. <laughs> Maybe next time. Seems a bit strange. So it looks as if Warner Brothers are pretty much going to focus on on Back for Blood, but I don't like. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but I thought that Hogwarts Legacy yeah, RPG good. looked cool. Like I'd have liked to see more of that. That's a cool world for that game that had to be set in. Nah, if it's done right, it Plen- can be plenty of really cool for them to draw on. Definitely. So I'd have liked to have seen more than that. So that's. I mean, what they've said there's basically meant that I'm probably not going to watch the Warner Brothers conference, yeah. and I'll just look and see in the news what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, I'm well. disappointing, but. 
That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, pick of the week. There is really no contest for this week's pick of the week. It's going to be Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. If, like us, you're eagerly, eagerly awaiting the release of Insomniac's upcoming PS5 exclusive, there's not much longer to wait as it releases this Friday, the 11th of June. Set directly after the events of Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus, Rift Apart is shaping up to be something pretty special indeed. Looks class. It really uh, does. I'm not the biggest Ratchet and Clank fan. Like, I always, back in the PlayStation 2, like, I preferred Jack and Daxter. Jack and Daxter, yeah. But, uh, like, I loved the 2016 remake. Like, it just looked like a Pixar film. And apparently yeah. this looks way amazing. more like a Pixar film. So it sounds really cool. Like, the reviews, the early reviews come out today and you've got Venture Beat 5 out of 5, uh, Video Game 24-7 5 out of 5, yeah. Press Start 9.5, Games the gameplay is amazing as well. Like, the, gameplay, the gameplay mechanics are superb. Yeah, Spot it's meant one. to be the best one yet. Yeah. Like, it's sitting with a Metacritic at 89, like, it looks, it's going it to be a better. I've not even played it, but I know it's amazing. Aye. I'd no. I, I no doubt. Like, see, when people were, like, discussing, like, earlier in the week and stuff, like, oh, I wonder if it'll review well, and I'm like, Aye, it's Aye. it's gonna rev- it's one of these things like you know Insomniac are gonna put out a good game Aye. like for it, something would have to go very very badly wrong before Aye, Insomniac put up. out anything less yeah. than brilliant. Okay, and that's pretty much us for this week. Um, as always, if you have time to drop us a review, then please do so on whichever podcast platform you listen to on. Speak to us on our social channels. You can find us at Pure Dead Gaming and. As we've mentioned previously, please don't forget to check out our website. There's always new content going live and we will be posting Q&As, polls, etc. for you to take part in. You can find me at, at AK Garfunkel, but I won't be there this week much because I'll be planting them gamings. Because <laughs> I've found a newfound love for it. Do you think, do you think that's you? Do you think that's you down the rabbit hole? That's me, I think. I'm going to start... <laughs> fucking pinging you platinums like over that Andy you should maybe try this game it's a real uh, it's a real 95 hour corker imagine I'm just like, like ding, I'm, ding, ding, I'm ding, ding. the piss now but then I'm like I get home and I'm like so I wonder what it is to platinum this game let's just have a quick look <laughs> and then bang that's me doing the rabbit hole I'm telling you it's a slippery slope a very <laughs> slippery slope before we go I'll just give the results from our, our polls this week which we should have done earlier but you know so uh, I asked the audience what they would give Need for Speed in terms of Scotch pies. We had 50% gave it 3, which I think was quite low. Mm-hmm. 36 gave it 4, 14% gave it 1, mm. and 0% gave it 2 or 5. So people did like mm. it, maybe just not quite as much as us. Uh, sticking with our Euro theme, I asked people who is going to win Euro 2020. Obviously I didn't want to sit and put every bastard and team in the thing so I chose the five the options were the five bookies favourites Scotland who are not one of the five bookies favourites and then other uh, the results are France 22% England 22% that is uh, sends a shiver down the spine uh, other 19% Germany 15% Scotland 11% Belgium 7% and Spain 4% and the last poll for the, us this week was will we be picking up Ratchet and Clank on launch day and the results were 
52% were yeser. That's not even a word. That was the, the most confident. Coined it. 24% are not interested. 12% say yes, but not day one. It Eight. is, a, you know, 70, 70 pound game. So, mm. you know. But all games are going to be 70 pounds. So, uh, 8% if the reviews are good. Come on, the reviews were going to be good. And 4% are waiting for a sale. Mm. So that's our post for the week. Okay. Okay. We shall talk to you all again next week. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. <laughs>